Frogging is people living in your place and you don't know about it. These people just hang out in your house. You know where my mind goes? Cause I'm where? kind of a neat freak. I hope they don't see my laundry on the floor. <laughs> Michael, yo, welcome to the Yo Show. Thank you for hanging out. Make sure you subscribe so we can keep Alex, the producer, who's 15 pounds lighter and is losing weight every single day employed. This is how we keep him employed through this podcast right here. By the way, he's on other podcasts that have millions of viewers. This is his smallest podcast he's on, but he's trying to grow it. Alex slumming it. I know. He, <laughs> I, he is slum. I'm the slum. You said I'm, it. I'm, I no, you, I am the slum. I am the slump. Uh, by the way, JJ Snyder is here. Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so happy to be here. Oh. I, I adore you, Michael. Yo, you know that. So. Uh, you know what's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for and, inviting me. No, you're welcome. For people that don't know, and a lot of people don't because this is our first time on the podcast, JJ and I took a hosting class. What year was that? Okay, I'm going to say 2007. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yep. Were we, did we ever do anything together in that class? Like, were we ever paired or anything? Probably, oh, I'm sure we were. I mean, the funny thing is, so it was this woman who's very well known. Marky. Marky Costello. Yeah. Yes. Marky Costello. And basically, if you were wanting to break into hosting at that time, you went to Marky Costello. She was the one. She had Jason Kennedy. Everybody yeah. on E went to her. I actually went there with a job already for E, but I needed to learn how to host. They hired me with no hosting experience. Now, I think you kept that under wraps. because I did. I remember meeting you. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I remember, oh, here's this guy from radio who's come from Florida. I just kind of singled you out because I just felt you were super nice. And I remember like kind of having side conversations with you yeah. and stuff. And just thinking like, man, that guy's cool. You know? Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. So, so from there, what was your journey in LA? Like after that class, was it, <laughs> Tell, did you, what, did you get any work in LA? Yeah, I got a lot of work, Okay. but, but, but I, so I was like the queen of the co-starring roles, you know? And oh wait, acting. Yes. So, yeah, so oh, you went, hosting. so, so you went away from hosting more acting. Mm, it, the two have always been synonymous for me. Okay. Yeah. I started out like, um, I wanted to be like on SNL, like in improv comedy groups, you know, which were like, I've, I don't have the chops like for improv. Okay. Like I'm not that great. I mean, I'm spontaneous. <laughs> like it's translated, I think into my, you know, hosting. Yeah, of course. But not to be on SNL. Like, no, you have not to be, to, that's you, another level. Yeah, that's another level. So after this class, you you do some acting. What ha, what were you in? So. Oh, Grey's Anatomy, um, CSI, and Okay, CIS. Grey's Anatomy, were you a yeah. patient or? No, so what ha started happening to me about that time is I stopped playing like, you know, young blonde mom kind of roles. And I started booking newscaster, TV host, or spokesperson roles. Oh. And then at the same time, I started getting hosting roles, which would get me more newscaster roles on television. So it's kind of like one fed the other. Ah, now when you were this young, which which ones did you like better, the young mom roles or the newscaster roles? Oh my God, no, young mom roles. I mean, first of all, when you're a struggling entertainer, you know this, Yes. you are just grateful to book a job. Anything. Anything. It's like, I got to cancel a vacation. I got to cancel a date. No problem. If I have a job, I will be there. I mean, you kind of get like a, I don't think you, I don't know if you ever had this, but like a desperate mentality because you were successful on radio. Yeah. I always but, had my radio job. So I, I would say I never got 
desperate, but I'm always mm. hungry. I'm always eating. Mm. I want to eat everything. You know, mm. it's like I'm hungry. If there's mm. a job, I want like comedy. I want it. Like acting, I want it. I go after things I want. So I'm always hungry, but I wouldn't say desperate mm -hmm. yet. Yet, there's never been something I'm like so desperate to get where it's like, but I'm always hungry for things. I, I really had sense? to like, it does. I think now, like desperate, were you talking about thirsty, financially? Right? Yeah, thirsty. You were thirsty. Now, you can't say, now, was it financially desperate or was well, it just career desperate? Yeah, like financially desperate, the reality is like I had parents who, who bailed me out with $300 $500 at a time for gotcha. years. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I worked as a valet. I worked as a waitress. Um, I did singing telegrams. I was a nanny for years. Singing so, telegrams? Yes. I used to go around in a United Airlines a suit. I, I jumped out of boxes with a magician um, at Wizards at Universal City Walk. Like, I, anything to get by. Anything. What's the worst job you ever had? Uh, I think the worst job was working on New Year's Eve at the Cheesecake Factory in Marina Del Rey and being given a station with no customers. So I sat there in my little, like, white blue jeans and my pink bow tie, and I made zero dollars michael wow that was bad that was a low moment yeah that is a low moment yeah but you, can i tell you something you kind of yeah. look like a cheesecake person oh, man. like a cheesecake yeah 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 I could, I could see the vibes when you were when you were younger and at that age where you were you 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 i bet you made a lot of tips though a lot of times there i you know it, it's funny because like and you said to me like you really come across like the you know the the newscaster like the blonde no the the nice person oh news thank like, you but when Seriously? i say so you're taking you're taking it wrong i was comparing you to very successful newscasters which aren't newscasters they're more personalities and those are the people i see i took that as a huge compliment okay we're talking about a conversation we had yesterday yes. by the way you guys if you're like huh um but no you were talking about people on good morning america and whatnot yes and i take that as a huge compliment because to me huge. they're they're yeah. here's here's the thing i talk about all the time when you watch the news you can talk about death, but there can be empathy in the face and eyes. A lot of people, you don't see that in newscasters. But the bigger the market they get, you see it, and that's why they're in the bigger. Like, you know, mm. they're not just reading about a murder on Fort Apache. You know, it's like they really feel something about that, but they're not overly expressing it. You could just feel it. And I feel that's mm. what makes successful people on television so good because you want, to, you want them to identify with your feelings, but not be over the top with it. And I think people on Good Morning America is my favorite show because I feel all their talent has that, you know, like they just good. They're just good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even if they don't care about it, they're acting like they care about it a lot, but they're not overly acting. You, you just tell by the tone, the eyes. I don't know. The eyes do a lot. I don't know. That's just me. No, that's just me. I, I totally relate to what you're saying. It's actually hard for me when I have an audition for like a straight news yeah, anchor, yeah. like a dramatic. I'm like, how do I make my face do nothing? Like it's yeah, hard. They and, and they used to bring me in for those all the time. I was like, yo, this is not me. Oh yeah. Because like physically, like you in a suit, yeah. you're like ready to go on. The oh news. Uh, yeah. I can, yeah. but I, I'm not the guy to be like today's yeah. news. Da, 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 that's not me. I, da, da, da. There's, I, I'm not that guy. Your voice sounded good though. Today's so. news, breaking news today. By the way, I was listening to your podcast on the way here. Uh-huh. <laughs> With Brad Williams. Well, yes, that one. Okay. And yes, that one. That we have to talk about that. Oh, a yes. Bit. I'm still a little traumatized from like about <laughs> come on, the little feet. Him seven the minutes little, into that. Yeah. The little legs. Oh yeah. my God. It's it's the one of the funniest things that's ever 
but it makes sense if you're that if you're a dwarf. Listen, if you don't know what we're talking about, you got to go back and listen to, to the listen to conversation Brad with Brad Williams, who right now is. Uh, doing his last couple of performances uh, at Mad Apple. Have you gone Cirque to Mad Apple? Oh, yes. That's I was really there good. with bells on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go see it a second time, actually. When? It's Friday night. Friday night. You want to go? Harrison uh, Greenbaum. Um, yeah. He just hosted the was, show with you. Yes. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he is. So he's someone you must have tremendous respect for. He used to do 600 shows a year, stand-up oh, yeah. shows oh, yeah. in New York. He's a beast. He's a beast. Whoosh. And he's a phenomenal magician. But the thing, he's the only person I know that's graduated in Harvard top of his class. Like, the dude is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And I love him for that. And he's Isn't so that- smart. He's so smart. And he didn't even throw that out there, which is such bragging rights. You know oh what I mean? God. If I went to Harvard, I would throw it out to everybody. That would be, hi, my name is Michael. Yo, I went to Harvard. That would be my yeah. opening to everyone. I went to Harvard. Exactly. I'm a Harvard. Harvard. Hello. I would wear the little sweater, the little H everywhere. That would be my thing. Can we get back to the Cheesecake Factory? Yes, I just you do look like a cheesecake something. waitress. I, I may appear like that, but let me tell you, within, within those nice kind of semi-fit you know, or, or, or actually very fit, right? Cheesecake is really very a California fit? company. Yeah. All what do you the mean waiters, very all the waiters are in shape. You know? Was there a lot of dating at the Cheesecake Factory? And not to my knowledge. That's a good, that's, I didn't know of any. Because everybody's good looking pretty dating. much. In, in LA, in, everybody's good looking at the Cheesecake Oh, it is a good looking festival yeah. in Los Angeles. Yeah. But I was kind of like almost, I always felt like an outsider. It's a little bit of like, you kind of have to conform into that Mm. thing. And I like, like I showed up with um, pigtails one day Mm. to wait tables and I got sent home. They're like, like, that's not cheesecake factory. And I was like, but that's me. (laughs) That's not cheesecake. So what is cheesecake factory then? Pigtails? No cheesecake. Not, not cheesecake. Huh? It was too, it was too, it's too, it was like theater girl, you know, like my theater Uh, girl was showing. uh, You know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now you were in two and a half men with Charlie Sheen. Yes. How was that? Oh my gosh. That was the coolest experience. Now what was cool about it? Uh, First off, when you go into the wardrobe room there for women specifically, and I wish I could remember the wardrobe, the main lady's name, but I, I can't. The room, it's about as big as your podcast studio here. It is packed with the sexiest clothes you've ever seen. Cause what two and a half men does so amazingly, they take any woman who's cast on that show and they put them in them, their best self. Like you are tanned, you uh-huh. are, you are, they shine your skin. The cleavage goes like this. The hair is done. Like they know how to make women look great. And, so the and, wardrobe and what was, was your fun. role on the show? What'd you do? I was the attractive lesbian. Oh, attractive lesbian. All right. Did you have to make out with a chick or anything on it? You know, I didn't get to. Oh. I wish. Yeah, they didn't write that in. They didn't write. Looking so, back, that was kind of a lost opportunity. So, so it? it was. It was. So how many episodes were you in? Just one. Just one. Just one. See, this is what I did. I would come in, have you know, five lines. What was your lines? Be on a show do you for remember? a moment. I don't remember my lines. Oh. I do remember the premise was we were at Charlie's brother's girlfriend's house, and. I was fighting with another, like the other lesbian in the scene. Okay. So we were giving each other eyes and Charlie found that was hot. So we ended up leaving the party with Charlie. Of course she did. Yeah. Of course she did. Now did Charlie really hit on you? Not at all. What? Charlie Sheen, total gentleman. See, that's good to know. Total that makes gentleman. Me feel, that's good to know. Professional. Have you ever seen someone come in, be handed sides, sit down for five minutes, stand up and like bust out a scene? 
that's Charlie Sheen. Well, I mean, it's a muscle. It's a muscle because I, when I shot that show, Amber Brown, that's on Apple Plus right now. Uh, when I shot that show, at the beginning, it took a while to learn scripts. Then, once you get them all season, literally, you know them in like an hour. Like, I mean, his five minutes, me an hour, but it was like 30 pages. You know, you would know him because you just knew your character too. And your character, is it named Michael? No, there, his name or, is- or uh, Bill. No, no. Didn't it? Wasn't it? I watched no, the trailer. Name, I'm no, sorry. His name I'm is Phil. 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 Not Bill. Okay, I, Phil. I thought I heard Bill in the trailer. It's Phil. He's, yeah. So I'm excited, man. I mean, the, the people that have seen it, it's getting good buzz. So, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So you're playing a, a father divorced from the mom in the show. Divo no, I'm playing a father that has a beautiful daughter that's mixed. And I go off, I get involved in work. I'm super busy at work and my job moves me to Paris and Ooh. I'm the guy that's, I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for us. Mm -hmm. But as I'm saying, I'm doing it for us. I'm never around for them. Yeah. So then yeah, the happens. wife gets upset, you know, Sarah Drew, who plays April Kipner in Grey's Anatomy. She decides that no, we're, this is ending. And when I show up, I don't know she has a new fiance. Oh, so, ouch. I find out while I'm trying oh. to fix our house sink and he's there. So it's the awkwardness oh. of that in a very light, fun way. Okay. It's the, my daughter really wants me back in her life. My wife is it's a fiance, they're not married. Mm -hmm. So there's hope. There's, there's a window. There's hope. And my daughter is pushing for me right now, but kind of starting. Like, I'm in a position where I knew I screwed up. So mm. I'm like, you can like this guy. You know, mm. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna stop your happiness. Mm. But I know I feel that I feel that I can get her back. Like I and I haven't read past the script, but because we're not in second and third season, we'll see how the first season, but I feel, I really feel Phil's gonna get her back. If this thing ran to the end. I would get her back. I mean, odds, I really are, on, feel it. odds are on Phil. Okay. Mm -hmm. You were there first, first of all. Thank you. And I mean, handsome, charming. Obviously. Thank you. Thank okay? you. Thank you. But also you have that child together. So there's that. Yep. So this is a, this is a situation. This, this no, is a situation. And this is what I love about like, the this show. Is interesting. This is through the kids eyes. So this is great for families because families can watch it because not every family is parents are still married and everything is great and beautiful. This no. is, this is a story where your parents can still be together or they've gone through a divorce. So this identifies with those kids too. Mm -hmm. So this, they can watch their own story. And for me growing up, we didn't get to see mixed kids though. I first start, started seeing mixed couples on television seven years ago and they did it with a Cheerios commercial or a cereal commercial and everybody got mad about it and they had to take it down. You know, it was it was such a sad thing where the commercial is, I think it was a white lady with a mixed daughter in the kitchen. And it was saying Cheerios is good for your heart or whatever cereal is good for your heart. So the girl, the little girl goes to her dad in the living room and says, this is good for your heart and puts it on his heart. And that's a black gentleman. Man, people lost their minds. And that was only seven years ago. What did you think of it when you saw it? I thought I thought it was the sweetest thing. Because, mm -hmm. I, you know, like our show is not about race, this new show coming out, mm -hmm. but it is represented and you see it. And then mm -hmm. you realize, oh, they got the same problems as everybody else. They love each other. And that's what it comes down to. No matter what race you are, it's about love. You know, everybody wants to do what's best for their family. Mm -hmm. Just people do it in different, 
different ways. And one thing about this new show is people that are mixed can watch it and feel like, oh, I'm represented. I see myself in this show. Uh, my parents, and they might, look, I'm black and Asian and, and in this show my wife is white. Or even if their dad is Mexican and the wife is white or vice versa or any color mm -hmm. combo, mm -hmm. they can see something mixed on screen. Where when I was growing up, everything was either white or black. Now you see Asians coming in, but still there's not a lot of mixed representation. And what's interesting to me <laughs> is Barack Obama was the first black president. Okay, great, but he is half white. Can I? Where Kamala yeah. Harris mm -hmm. is the first Asian and black pre uh, mm -hmm. vice president. Mm -hmm. Why is she both, but Barack is one? You know, they're both mixed. To me, they're both mixed, but I see what they're doing. America loves to check boxes. I've always wondered why with Barack Obama, Mm -hmm. And what an incredible person to yes, listen to. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Why I always felt like, but wait, his mom looks like me. Yeah. Like how how come I'm being excluded? Well, I mean, I know like people are like, "Ah, oh, how dare you?" No, but you it's know? true. He's but, both. He's both. He's both. But, but why why did why didn't we embrace that? Because America yeah. needed to check a box. And I don't even put it on Barack Obama. When you're running oh, no. for president, mm -mm. yeah. You know, whatever they label you, you you kind of go with you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. But he's always been honest. He loves his mom and his dad. Mm -hmm. But he's labeled as the first black president because I think the country wants to check that. See, we had a black president. Check the box yeah. off. And Kamala Harris is black and Asian. Yes. Why isn't she the first black vice president? Or maybe maybe there was a black vice president. I don't even know. But they label <laughs> her as both, <laughs> but Barack as one, which yes. I find very interesting because to me, they're both mixed. Like, when people see me, nobody thinks Asian a lot. They go, oh, you're black, or they don't know what I am. But I claim both, and I always have. I've claimed both ever since yeah. I was a kid. Blasian, that's me. You know, so it's, I feel it's this pressure at America where at the time, America needed a black president. So Barack was that black president. And the way I saw it being mixed, I was like, yeah, he's black, but he's also white. Yeah. So. And what I love about you is you always bring it back to love. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, let's find like a way to heal through this. Yes. It's probably what your character hopefully is going to be doing. Or some of the themes on, yes. on, on Amber Brown is like, look, this is kind of complicated. This is really messy. There's lots of dynamics, but like, what if we apply some love to the situation? hundred percent. You know what else? I kind of went psh in my head when you were explaining that maybe the difference between how we considered Brock one or the other and Kamala, we, allow her to kind of identify as both. Is that the difference of seven years? It could is be that, growth. Is that? No, I don't think it's growth. I think no. they, they want it. It's political. Okay. They, ah, it the old, it's either political or No, I think it's political. Financial. You right. would, they, it's, right. exactly. Right. But right. there could be growth because now okay. I'm seeing a lot. You can't now, it's kind of, you can't turn on a commercial without seeing a mixed family now, a blended family. Oh, no, you so cannot. So now, no. now right. it's, it's gone like, okay, now it's like everywhere. <laughs> so you can't, it, it, there's no balance to nothing because yeah. then it's everything is overcorrected and then it's corrected in the right place. So, yeah. you know, since you mentioned Barack Obama, I was sitting here listening. Have people told you you sound like Barack Obama? Yes, they yeah. have. Uh, they really have. Uh, me, Michelle. Uh, yeah, I'm very happy to be here today. No, no, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I get it all the time when I do stand up in my special, people will say, You sound like Barack Obama. You sound so much like Barack Obama. <laughs> I don't know, we Alex. Don't, yeah. yeah, I think, I happening. think if I had his same cadence, 
Exactly. I, I yeah. would sound, but I don't. Sure. We don't have the same cadence. No, just the mm-hmm. just the tone. The tone. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's easy to like. Uh, well, you know, today I'm doing the Yo Show podcast, and uh, it's great. You know, like that's that's his cadence. <laughs> totally. No, but my cadence isn't like that. So, yeah. but sometimes it is. Like just now, I slipped into it. Oh. 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 See, I should have been president. If I could go back, if you could go back. <gasps> Ooh. and start all over Ooh. I it, but okay. know the world is like it is now okay I would have studied mm. more because I think I would have been a great president because I think I can bring people together because I actually yeah. no matter because my dad taught me this look my dad went through segregation and all kinds of stuff but he always stayed true to himself and that's what he always taught me no matter who you offend or who you hurt stay true to yourself and I mm. think if I was the president or going in there I could work with both, or even if I didn't work with both, I would tell both off. Yeah. Be like, I like your ideas, Democrats. I like your ideas, Republican. I'm gonna do one. I'm gonna do some of each. And if you don't like it, get you know out. What we need. We're totally lacking. Is like a bunch of reasonable people in the reasonable. Middle. What common reasonable sense? Reasonable people. What common sense? Yes. Kind, smart, reasonable people in the middle. We just need common sense. Seriously. Because some Come of the stuff on. that's going now, Come right, on. common sense. Oof. I heard you say, you joined me on the show this morning yeah. on my show, and uh, you say that L.A. actually got a little liberal for you in terms got, of your kids, no, 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 kids in schooling. No, I, I was saying, I said that it's, to me, you shouldn't hear just one thing. Okay. You should hear both sides, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whether you agree with it or disagree with it. Like, here's my thing. I can argue Republican and Democratic facts on each side. Because I educate myself with both sides. Where most of the people, there's a video going around about CRT, critical race theory. Most people that hate it can't even tell you what it is. And there's tons of videos of that. Like, well, we need to get CRT out of schools. They go, oh, so yeah, we do. What, what, what exactly do we need to take out? They can't even, t- they just say what's said in the news. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the news. The news is very polarizing. They make it, it seem is. like everything's yeah, extreme. Yep. And when I moved here in a 50-50 state, I learned, oh, nobody, nobody. I see the Trump flags. I see the Biden flags. I see, mm-hmm. but nobody's getting in my face going, rah, 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 rah. even when they were wearing masks, nobody do that. But if it were to happen, you would get it on camera and then they would blow it up. See, everybody's like this. Look what happened in Look, Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's kind of like the news dictates that, but I like hearing both sides. I like hearing both arguments. And mm-hmm. I think that just makes me a better person. You know, you are a good person, Michael. Yo, I try. JJ. Yeah, I, try. Yeah. I try. I try. I try. Can we talk about some pop culture? Yes. All right. So, oh, you told Alex. me some news this morning. I didn't want to know. Okay. Have you heard of frogging Alex? Alex? Heard of what? Frogging. I'm getting hot in no, here, what by the, the way. Oh, I should turn on it. You need the AC on? No, I no, I just need to. I'm wearing a jacket, is, and it's 108. Yeah, what were you wearing the jacket? Well, I, I, I was Do trying you, to look cute. I, I don't know. No, no. You know what it is? What? When you're a chick in Las Vegas, and you walk into any it's building freezing. right now, it's 60 degrees. Yeah. Because the air conditioning. So you got to be prepared yeah. with the jacket. That's okay. actually the best part of Vegas, actually. The air conditioning? Yeah, the fact that anywhere you go, you walk in and it's so cold. Dude, can yeah. I tell you what's the best feeling? It is to you, Alex. We were the, at the Mirage. Yeah. And we went to go see the dolphins and the tigers oh, or whatever. Good. But when you walk back in the hotel and you feel all that air, it's one of the best feelings in the world. Like, especially when it's 115 outside. It's like, it's like, oh, 
like, it's almost orgasmic. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Anyway, frogging. Yeah, if I had to guess, yes. it sounds like it's some new TikTok trend. Uh, and it sounds <laughs> like it's some kids licking some frogs or something. So, but, mm. but what is it? What okay, is it? frogging is people living in your place and you don't know about it and they bounce from house to house. Now this nope. is a nope, this nope, is a, nope. I don't I have yes. that, I have a fear of that. Yes. So it's spelled P H R O G G I N G. Now I first learned about it uh from a friend. There's a report where three black girls were going to college and usually they stay in places that are rented out that mm -hmm. have a heavy turnover like once a year or twice a year, like college towns and stuff like that. So there was three black girls and they kept hearing noises at night. Yeah. So they thought the place was haunted, but they were like, all right, well, we're here. We go to school here. So then they started like clothes were missing or things not missing, but out of order mm -hmm. or some of the food in the refrigerator was eaten. Somebody was on their computer. So what happens is when you go to work or school, they're in your house living a normal life, watching your TV, just hanging out. And taking photos, like they have one guy taking photos in people's houses and stuff like that. Not posting, but they found it when they caught the guy. And they live a normal life, like it's their house. Until you get home, then they stay either in your attic or in your closet way back in the back. Wow. How crazy. Is this like a pandemic phenomenon? It think? is. It is. Yeah. It, it happened during the pandemic. And my wife is like, how could you not catch that person? I guess you couldn't. Yeah. You unless you had a camera in your house. They, and then they wouldn't do your house because they would know you're installing a camera. Or a dog. Yeah. That's where a dog could come in handy. Yeah. 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 So it's pretty crazy because it's it's a thing that's going on and it's very popular. So how they caught the guy is they uh, found blonde hair in their um, in their uh, fountain or in their sink. Yeah. Blonde hair in their sink and they're like, we're black three we're three black girls and we have black hair. Whose hair is this? So they set up a camera. And they caught the guy in their house. And this is happening all over the country. It's a phenomenon right now. And that freaked me out, especially if you're a renter. It's yep. hard to do it in a house. You know, maybe a new construct like this one, it could happen because they could have got in early. You don't know, but we don't Build have- Build themselves like a little little panic room well, somewhere. The, no, the, yeah. what they did was in the closet, they kind of blocked off the back of the closet. So even when you went in, it looked like a wall was back there. So you couldn't even wow. tell they weren't there. So you just slept by. Can you imagine somebody sleeping in your closet? Oh and then when you God. leave, everybody leaves, they're just living in your house. This is a great, there's going to be like a horror movie about this. They now. have a documentary coming out about all Nuh -uh, these. it's all happening these, that much. Oh yeah. So there, yeah. a documentary is going to come out of Hulu's doing it. And it's coming out in about three months. And these people just hang out in your house. You know where my mind goes? Cause I'm where? kind of a neat freak. Like this is crazy. What? But I've been like, I hope they don't see my laundry on the floor. And I... <laughs> No, I'm serious. Like, ask your wife if she would think about this. But I'd be yeah. like, but like my bras are hanging in the bathroom. Oh, They're my, seeing this. I think, I think my, like we're having a podcast. So my wife made sure the living room was good. It's like, yes. why? Like, just come in. I mean, we have toys. We have kids. The toys are going to be places. So what? You know, you wouldn't judge me, would you, JJ? No. No, just a little bit. I mean, just, it depends. Uh, unless it was like super dirty, you know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, but that. But, but your your house is like immaculate. So. Oh yeah. well, well yeah. I thank my wife because she made sure there whoever comes in yes. for the podcast. But I get it. You're putting your best foot forward. You're yes. putting your, now. One time, my husband let our neighbor come over, 
And actually she's like, oh, I've never been in your house. So I was at work. I came home, my husband, Alex, like, tell me if I'm crazy, okay? And if I'm crazy, you can tell me. Okay. He, the woman, he led the woman upstairs into our master bedroom. No, no, you don't do that. sacred. And I had like (laughs) full on stripped off. Now I don't throw stuff on the floor, but I had stripped off pajamas and underwear on the floor. So when I came home, I'm like, Dude, you couldn't have like just picked up the underwear before you walked the neighbor through the house. But but this you know is the thing. I mean? They should never, uh, look, any man that's watching this podcast, never let people go in your master. That is supposed no. to be sacred. Isn't it? Sacred. It's like a little geofence around yes. it. Like, mm-mm. Yeah. That, private. But private. Private. You do not okay. want people, I don't care okay. who it is. <laughs> my parents have never been in my master bedroom. Yeah. That, okay, that's sh- that one's shocking. What? That's Why would yeah, I that's want them to come in my master bedroom? I mean, they've seen it like when we first moved in. Yeah. But that's it. Why would they need to go in it again? Well, with women, like my mom would come in and she'd want to see what I had in my closet. Oh, and she'd be like, okay. oh, I have that color of dress. And, you know, like. Oh, well, my wife's mom yeah. goes in there. Okay. okay. But mine, so, they have no reason going there. Yeah. What am I like? Hey, dad, check out my other black shirt. I mean, like, <laughs> that's all I do is wear black. Like, there's nothing entertaining. Uh, you guys want to hear a funny story about yeah. cleaning? Please. Uh, back, so me and my wife have been together for six years married for half a year but uh congrats when we thanks when we first started dating um her mom so my mother-in-law had a cleaner and she would always say stuff like oh well the cleaner's coming like tomorrow so you got to clean your room and i'm sitting there you know i was broke probably at the time making you know 20 bucks an hour 15 bucks an hour whatever it is and i'm like that's ridiculous. Why are you paying? And then you got to clean before you you get the Thank cleaner. Thank you, Alex. Thank My wife mm-hmm. does that. No, no, no. I, hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Michael. Go ahead. This is where it takes a twist. So this year, I'm so busy with work, and I never foresaw myself hiring a cleaner. And I did this year. And you know what I did before the cleaner came? Honey, we got to clean before the cleaner's here. That's ridiculous. No, I don't do it. I'm against that. A hundred percent. That's like washing your car and then taking it to a car wash. I will not do that. That is not my thing. I, my, my wife does it. She'll start picking up. I'm going, what are you Mm -hmm. doing? Why am I hiring this person then? You do that, don't you? I will tell you why, Michael. Please you tell might, me. You might address your car differently next yeah. time. Let's say like the mess, let's say it's like, you know, 100% a mess, right? So if Alex and I clean up, like say pick up the clothes and like maybe throw the sheets in the washer, then when the cleaner comes, she'll do the 50 to 100 and then you will have like eight completely clean house or like, she just there's does only the so much she can do but there's only so much someone can do in, in a certain amount of time it's like detailing your car no yeah. i disagree okay. i will not know All right. no if their job is to clean mm-hmm. clean i'm paying you to clean the whole house clean the whole house and it we is. don't do it much we do it like once every month mm-hmm. but still it's like i'm not picking up before they come over that but my wife will a oh, lot Michael. of people do that. Isn't that funny? I think there's this this kind of level of embarrassment too for women. For like, women, not this, for men. This is how I keep... No, because I feel like men, I don't know if you're this way, my husband like really welcomes women helping out. Like he loves, like if you come over and you bring, like you cook something, yeah. my husband's Italian. Uh-huh. So you cook something, he is like, oh, lovely, thank you so much. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He loves female attention. I do. He gets pedicures. You know what I mean? He oh, loves I'm that. getting one at 3.30. A man ah! <laughs> and petty. Hey, all of this is getting a pedicure and Manny. Good. It feels so good. Yeah. I, I don't like the, the, I don't like the when good. they rub the feet. Because I, I have smooth feet. I don't ever chalk. You got 
with smooth feet, Come naturally. On. Whoa, yeah. come on. My wife says that's the, and I don't even shave. That's just Asian. <laughs> you do have very smooth skin. Black don't crack, Asian, no raisin. Wow, dude. Yeah. You've got, you're going to be looking really good in like 30 years. Yeah, I'm old. I'm 167 years old right now. Excellent. It's looking good. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Can we talk about age? Because I, I heard you talking about pool parties in Las Vegas and how you kind of have aged out of them. Way aged out of them. Pool parties in Vegas. I don't know if, if anyone listening hasn't been in the last five years, they've turned into full on oh. Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, like, whoa, it's crazy. It's, whoa. I couldn't even handle it. I couldn't even, I used to go to those. I used to look before I got married. I, I was at those bars, those clubs, day, day clubs, mm -hmm. you know, when they had the big one at the palms, this is like eight, nine yes. years ago, it would go, it would start yes. at like what? Two o'clock in the afternoon and go all night long. I was all about that life. You know, mm. the cabanas, the thing. Wasting so much money on crap, trying to impress women. And now when I, if that's the one thing I wish I could change, I, I had great times, Yeah, but you're paying all this money just to try to impress women. Is that really why you were doing it? Yes. Yeah. Why, guys, yeah. when you're single mm -hmm. and with a bunch of single dudes, you're not doing it to impress each other. You're doing it to impress women, mm -hmm. to try to hook up with them mm -hmm. or just to hang out with them. Guys are driven by women. Guys do anything for women. That's what's crazy. Guys change everything for women. Everything. Wow, you don't hear guys say that very often. They do. They do. I look back to my wildest times, like, because I partied hard in LA. In LA? Oh, yeah. Were you at Winston's? Oh, yeah. I was, uh, I was all Ledoux? over that town, really. I mean, I, I was in different areas. I was, I was on the west side a lot, like okay. Santa Monica. Oh, you were yeah. Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah I was Hollywood. Yes. I lived in Hollywood yes. and we went to Ledoux, uh, Winston's was big at the time, mm -hmm. uh, Laurel Hardware, I think it's called. Um, oh, that's cute. Yeah, just all the restaurants and stuff like that. When I look back though to my wildest days and when I was really like, even like, you know, really doing the cocktails and yeah. really partying, really behind it all was that I wanted to find a man. It really was. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was really kind of like so y'all had the same it. mentality. I mean, believe me, I love to party with the girls yeah. and I love to dance. I still do. Like that's fun. But underneath it all was the yearning to find like a partner. Yeah. See? It really See? was. I'm telling you, all this partying is trying to yeah. find the one. Yeah. And then the people that get older, let's say over 45. Mm-hmm. And they now they're partying? doing it. Uh, but not to find a one. Now it's just like, I'm just doing it because I got, now I'm more successful, I have money and I can do it and I'm single. So now I'm balls to the wall, you know? Cause I have friends that are over 45, but they're super wealthy, still doing it. And I look at their Instagram and I'm like, wow, they're in this place and this place and this place. But then I look at my two kids and go, this is best. Yeah. yeah you know? So, yeah. you know, it's interesting how people's lives go in a different way, but I know everything when I was younger, I did everything to impress women, mm. you know, except mm -hmm. work. I love my work, my mm -hmm. job. I could care For less. Sure. I could care. Yep. Here's my thing. I could Likewise. care less about fame. I just want to be successful in my craft. And if you're successful in your craft and what we do, usually you get fame. But that was never my intention. It's kind of like they say, me and Alex were talking about this. If you do something you love, you start making money from it. If money is not the issue going in, mm -hmm. you know, I just took a deal, uh, I'm a, I'm a host two new TV shows, but one of them is no money, Excellent. but it's a passion project. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't care about the money, you know, yeah. but out of the two projects, the one I'm not making any money, 
I guarantee you probably five years from now, people will know me if this goes well from that yeah. one rather than the other one. You, you, you know? make different decisions for different reasons. Yeah. Like I host a lot of live events here in yeah. Las Vegas, like a lot. And, uh, you know, there's some where I make really good money, you know, more the, the kind of yeah. corporate, corporate jobs yeah. and others that are, you know, for the local animal rescue and I'm doing yeah. them for free because I'm like, man, I really want to be a part of that. So you make different decisions on different jobs for different reasons, right? Yeah. There's different value for you. So how'd you meet your guy? Like, um, I met my husband at a Fox upfront party in LA. Oh my gosh. That is so LA. That's it, such an LA story. I, I met a, so if for people that don't know what an upfront is, this is where Fox would introduce new shows and the cast would come out. Why were you there? Did you get invited? Were you working? I, I had a buddy who was a writer on family guy and a uh, super cool guy, very talented. And, now, were y'all dating? Uh, no. Okay. We were not. We were next door neighbors and like buddies. Okay. And we were kind of like buddies. He was coming out of divorce. I was kind of, you know, just single and like doing my, you know, doing my kind of, you know, acting, acting hosting yeah. thing. And we were buddies. We were buddies. And um, so he used to invite me to script reads and I'd get a watch, like just that writer's room of everything go down on Family Guy. Uh-huh. It was amazing. That must have been cool. So we were there and um, it was when Paris Hilton just really hit. With, oh, with yes. uh, the show with Nicole uh, Richie yes. and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. What was that show called? Um, I know. Road trip. Road. I know what was it when they go across the country. All I can think of right now. Alex, is, um, tell us. Girls if next door because I've girls been listening. That, no, it's not. Girls no, that's girls. Holly Madison because I've been listening to Holly Madison's audiobook this week. Is it good? It's really outstanding. It's actually Doesn't very she good. live here or she moved? She did. I I have a sense she might. I know she moved back to LA, but I have a sense she may have a home here, but Got I'm you. not sure. Because she had She's a show She's very tied here. to Vegas. She had yeah, a peep show, show A peep show. Yeah, for three years she had a burlesque show here after she left uh, Hefner and everything. But that must yeah. be so disgusting you had to sleep with Hefner. I know. Oh. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Oh. I, I mean, he lived his best life, but man, it must be... But you know what? There's all kinds of agreements that people make, right? Absolutely. There's all kinds of arrangements for yeah. for career, for financial, you know, kind of, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so anyway. Uh, okay. So yeah. I met my husband. Yes. So Paris Hilton walks into this party. They were serving apple martinis. So I had a few. Okay. And I, it was the first time it was like, because Paris was like, I think she was on Twitter at that time. And it was, I saw her come into the party and I watched her avoid getting like completely surrounded by everyone at the party uh -huh. by moving through the party. And have you ever watched a celebrity do that? She literally moved around the party in about three minutes, talked to one or two people she needed to, her people kept her moving. And when she walked out and I brushed by her as she was exiting the door, she was tweeting about it already and walking to the next party. Ah, she was amazing. She she had it down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's a level I've never uh -huh. seen before. Well, my th it, it's pretty crazy how pe I had an intern at the time in Miami because I was on the radio in Miami. And I remember when Paris blew up, she was like very young. She was like 17 or 18. She goes, you know what? I want to be just like Paris Hilton. And as an older person, I was like, why? You know, it, it's just interesting how pop culture and celebrities move younger people even though if you're older you know it's it's a terrible move you don't want to be like look no offense to paris hilton you know she's successful in her own right you know uh but like why would you want to be like her you know and 
it's interesting. I talked to her 15 years later. I go, you remember? She, she goes, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. You know, she was in that <laughs> dress like Paris Hilton, everything like, but we all look up to people, you know? So, and she looked up to Paris. I, thought, I looked up to Michael Jordan, you know? So it, it is, but to me, Michael Jordan is, he's a goat. He's one of the greatest of all time. He's, he was a basketball player. So I don't know. It's just very interesting mm -hmm. how pop culture today, even more than back then, because now we have all this social, really moves kids and younger people and each other now. Like anybody can be a celebrity now. It's kind of like choose your idols really carefully. Yeah. But you know, when you're young too, like, I mean, what's not to love about Paris Hilton if you, I mean. I guess so. It's Flashy, like bling, bling, bling. Hilton. Happy, bling, bling. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Like she had everything going on. Yeah. Everything a young girl would want, she had from right. the Gucci, Louis Vuitton handbags, mm -hmm. Prada this, Prada that. Uh, on TV all the time. Everybody wanted mm -hmm. to follow her. She, that's hot. That's all I go, that's hot. That, that was her catchphrase. Totally, that's about all she Like said, my intern yeah. would be like, that's hot. I'm oh, like, oh no, 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 dude, no. Oh man. No, no, no. Oh, I remember my first experience with celebrity what? in Las Vegas was about Paris Hilton was, uh, I was in a marquee class. Yeah. And they go, they were talking about, like a question came up. And this is when I learned very, quick when I lived in LA that you need to watch what you say. Cause they go, what? Like they were talking about celebrities and they were like, well, who do you don't like? And I said, Oh, I can't stand Paris Hilton, blah, blah, blah. And her <gasps> best friend was in there. Ooh. And this was one of my first days in Hollywood in LA. And I go, Oh, see, this is a day. Cause I'm from Miami or Austin. You're not going to meet friends of these people. So then I like, Oh, okay. You really got to watch what you say. I had a very similar thing happen. I was at a party in downtown LA in college, it was really like kind of amazing. I was in, uh, invited because it was like a loft space. It was kind of like a brand new group of people I didn't know anything about. It was a really cool party. Uh -huh. Someone was, we were in a stairway. I think some people were smoking. And so I was out there, you know, having a beer or whatever. And someone mentioned Tori Spelling. And I'm like, I said something awful about her. I'm like, oh God, she's like so awful or something. Uh -huh. And they're like, we are here with her. It's actually like partly her party. And it was friends of hers. And oh I was goodness. just so embarrassed. Oh, yeah. And that's when I learned that lesson. Because I think the thing is, if you're like, I, I was kind of a small town kid, Paris Hilton, Tori Spelling, they're like, unattainable. They're not real people. They're no. the celebrity. Yeah. It's up here, but they're real people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. what's crazy is like you in LA, you realize they're real people. It's yeah. kind of like the story about Ryan Seacrest when I lived in Miami when he was on American Idol. And they were doing 30 million people on the show at the time. So wow. when I would watch them, I'd go, wow, how, that's so awesome. I could never do that. And then when I moved to L.A., we were at E. His radio studio was right next to mine. And I would see him pass me every day. And I'd go, oh, he's a normal guy. I can do that. So it just makes it obtainable. Mm. And when you move to L.A., you see like, oh, they're celebrities. But, yo, they're, they're just like us. I hate to sound like that. You're right. But they are. They're just like us. They're, they yeah. do their dry cleaning. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> They walk their dog in slippers. Yeah, exactly. So, so you really realize that. Do we have any more time? Because we yes. have to talk about what. So, I love this. Shoes have gotten shoe wear has gotten yes. more casual during the pandemic. Yes. And I don't know if we'll ever go back. You should. Like, you yeah, should. Why? We why? Should, we should just be more comfortable as like people. But but globally. I think but, but not women won't do it because they love high heels. Y'all love high heels when y'all dress up and go. Do you out. know one of the reasons we love high heels? It's because it actually empowers us because we become taller mm. like we become taller 
And so you get taken a little more seriously and you make more of an impact. Like there. Really? Yes. Is that why? Yes. For you? Yes. That's part of it. That's part of it. Well, for me. Well, it makes yeah. you look like, yeah. I don't I, collect shoes or anything, uh -huh. but I feel like a very different. Huh. I feel different if I'm in flats or heels. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, I guess that mm -hmm. happens for guys. With your tennis shoes or your other My tennis, tennis shoes? shoes? <laughs> no, but when I dress up in a suit and I wear like. There you go. You're shine, like yeah, shiny, like shiny shoes. dress shoes. Yeah, you feel like, uh, I don't yeah. feel like a boss or anything. It's like, I'm dressed up. These are way too uncomfortable. I got to get out of them. But I know it looks yep. good. The shoes look good, you exactly. know? Yeah, so this okay. shoe epic, I, and what I love is I, I, I got Jordans. I'm not like a major, oh, yeah. I'm not a major collector of them, yeah. but now my wife, we've gotten to a point where she looks out for me. So That's fun. So she'll call me and say, oh, I found these. Do you want, and I'm like, yo, this mm. is great. Now my wife's on board. This is awesome. I like buying things for, I actually love to dress my husband. When he goes on of course y'all do. I do. Because y'all don't want us to dress ourselves. Mm, I mean, here's the thing. If Tell you, you, hold on. When you put it on me, when you're married, just get ready. You make no more decisions. None. It's all uh, your wife. Can you put it on me now, please? <laughs> and you will be so grateful if you have a wife who has good taste because you as a man will be up leveled because you will go everywhere looking so much better. Can you put it on you me? Before. You may be up leveled, but you will be miserable miserable that you're dressed up in something you may look good in but you don't want to wear at all thank you so much can you put it back on me <laughs> so speaking of being miserable what is miserable about someone doing your dishes every day uh, not only that laundry too um and um we look good on your arm right no no that is okay. true you do all look right. good so your man doesn't do dishes well i shouldn't complain my husband cooks he's italian oh, he's well, italian so, he's oh, italian so he, likes he cooks cooking. he yeah. cooks yeah See, i do this is how this is and i and i learned this from my dad and my father-in-law because i always would watch them and go why are they always washing dishes and then i learned the only time their wives aren't telling them what to do <laughs> is when they're washing dishes. And I was like, why is it taking them in three hours to wash dishes? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, like literally, if a man is washing dishes, this is a tip, if a man is washing dishes at home, his wife will leave him alone. You could be in the middle of a fight. You'd be like, and another thing, start washing dishes. She's like, mm, okay. And just, <laughs> it's so great. The power of a man washing dishes will get you out of any fight. Uh, well, if you want alone time, that's where you, because no woman is going to be like, hey, 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 we need to talk about something while a man is washing dishes. You got that, Alex? You got that trick? Six months in, do you wash dishes, Alex? Uh, I don't, but mm -hmm. we have the same arrangement. Mm -hmm. I do all the cooking. So I cook. Oh. Our arrangement is I'll cook, but she's got to wash the dishes. Okay. okay. If you really want to like romance or consider washing the dishes after you cook and she'll be like, wow. Yeah, but th th that's like my me time, you know, because here's oh. what we do. I'll, I'll cook. We'll eat. She'll go wash dishes and I'll go upstairs and play video games. They got it worked out. They got it worked out. They got it worked out. But me, I do it. I don't do it. I, I don't do it every day, mm -hmm. but I saw, I've seen it work. I've seen it work. And it's pretty amazing. You are so right. And so I'm going to a wedding in Boston in like five, four weeks, a month from now. I think I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get them as a gift. I'm just going to get the groom dish towels and oh, be like, great. this is gonna, this is going to work for you. This was the case in my house. My mom was 
on my dad, on my dad when he got home. The thing I think that happens with women, if I can just like yes, please. psychoanalyze this. I am multitasking so much in my house. So the dishes is one of seven things I'm yes. doing in this moment. If you can take one of the seven things I have to do in this moment off my hands, I'm going to leave you be. I am thrilled. I am so happy. And you're doing something. And I, she probably thanks you, though, too. Oh, of course she thanks me. I thank my husband like three times. Oh, yeah, of course. And also, it will get you out of anything. Like, a man can get mm. out of anything just by walking. Like, like I said, you could be having a heated discussion. And you'd be like, just start. And then the, she'll just somehow disappear. It's just like, what? Hey. And then, and then you're there for two hours washing the same dish. You're like, this is great. I know what I'm going to bring next time I see you. I know what I'm going to bring. Oh, what are you going to bring? Yeah, because I, I got Mala's, a really good, I got a really good dish towel. I got oh. a really good dish towel. Oh, I will do Because it. they don't all absorb. They don't. You're true. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So bring me that dish towel. Okay. Because I'm a dishwashing machine. You know, that's where I get my free time. Because mm. I told my wife the other day, I do nothing for myself. Everything's for the family. Even when I work, I love staying up, but it's not for myself. It's for the family, you know? If so you, I have no hobbies. That's what I'm telling you. If you were going, like, is there anything you're kind of like, yeah, man, I got to do that. Or if sometimes that's why I think after we're married a bit, and Alex, you might you might appreciate, appreciate this in a few months, is like, that's why I need girl time. Because women, other being around other women can remind me of what I like to do just for myself because yeah. I forget. But but see, the thing is, the women, y'all like to meet new girlfriends and then you put us with their husbands and it's like two puppies just me. We don't want to go through that. Not always. It doesn't always work. No, but y'all shouldn't even do that. Y'all don't even mm. ask us. Y'all are rude. Mm. I mean, like, y'all want to meet? You want to meet such and such? Mm. And then you're like, oh, we're going to dinner. Like, my wife would be like, we're going to dinner with this couple. And luckily, me and the guy became friends, like, really good friends. He's a great guy. See? And so it worked. See? But I was dreading going in. Matchmaking. Yeah, but no dude wants to be like, oh, I got to meet another husband. Or kids make you do that, too. You got to hang out with parents. The you don't parents. Know. Yeah. So, do you have kids? I don't. I don't oh. have kids. Well, yep. I have two I have kids, and now yeah. I'm missing. Now I'm meeting everybody's. Yes, parents. you are. Yeah. So. Yeah. I like it so far, but you know, Good. I'm sure there's gonna be times I hate it. You know. Good. Well, you got those birthday parties. You know. Oh, and if you don't invite everybody to your birthday party, they want to invite you to their birthday party. So it's like this. It's, po it's political. It is political. Yeah. It's politics yeah. through yeah. kids' birthday parties. Yeah. And then it's like, who can outdo you? Like I told my, I told my mm. son, I told my wife, we are doing low budget birthday parties, and I don't care what people think. Yes, I don't care. Oh, I agree. I don't care. Chuck E. Cheese it up, mm. done, done. And they just redid Chuck E. Cheese down the street, so it's a pr pretty amazing. I heard you say this because so I was listening yeah. to your podcast. Yeah, it's amazing now. Chuck E. Cheese got an upgrade. It got a big upgrade, new games and they everything. They cleaned off all the balls. Yes, they did. Oh my god! And you remember the uh, robot rat that was so just disturbed? Yes, sitting in the corner. Chucky. Doing, Chuck, yeah. Oh, disgust. They got Chucky got a new costume. Everything's new. <laughs> everything's new at Chuck E. Cheese. It's great. Chucky's got new shoes. Chucky's got new shoes. Yes. Chucky is kicking. Any any pop culture stories you want to talk about before you leave? Anything you covered? Well, I just wanted to uh, ask about our friend Joe Coy, actually. Yes. Joe Coy and Chelsea announced uh, not too long ago that they're not together anymore. And that's sad because I love watching them together. 
I was so bummed, you know, because I've known Joe, Joe started me in comedy. He was my mentor. He brought me in and he was so happy. You know, we, we text here and there, but you could tell he was so happy and she was so happy. So happy. And I don't know what I look, I don't ask him about his personal life like that. So I don't know what happened, but mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, I felt like it, it must be, and this is for both of them. And this is my opinion. And I haven't talked to either one of them. When you get that famous mm -hmm. and that success, it must be hard to date. I would just think in so. general, right? See, they, they have been, first off, I love Joe Coy yes. and I love Chelsea Handler. Yes. I've read every one of her books, like watching her host guest host on Jimmy, uh, for Jimmy, um, two weeks ago, right after the ruling came down, uh, uh, you know, about abortion, uh -huh. she was like my savior because she was just helping me laugh through it. And yeah. she's just balls out, such an awesome chick. Yeah, Seeing them together was like one of my delights over yes, the past 100%. year. I just, they're so, I love them both. My wife was so sad, like so sad. She sent me the story, I didn't even see, she sent me the story and she was like, I'm so sad because they were so good together. Come know? on. But you know, it's the thing where, look, let's be honest, they're both extremely busy. They're both yeah. flying. They're you know, they're both flying in different directions and hundred percent. Doesn't know, he have a show coming out too? He has a show on ABC yeah. supposedly coming yeah. out. He has a movie coming out August 5th, you know? So wow. he's, okay. you know, so it's a, it's look, I know they had a great time and he'll always love her and you know, you, you take it in stride and move on. But I love Joe Coy. I love Ch Chelsea put me on the map. Joe Coy took me on tour because of those two. I have a career. So Wow. I love them both. You're close to them. Yeah. That's amazing. But All it right. is well, sad. wish them the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, how can people follow you? Uh, yeah, definitely on my Instagram yeah. at J2Snyder. Also, uh, you know, I'm here locally on TV on the Morning Blend. Morning Blend. Las Vegas. That's right. You're going to have me back. Did I do okay? Oh, my gosh. So, so Michael co-hosted with me this morning. You are fantastic. Mm. Come on. You're... You walk in here with your E entertainment and you're asking no. me if you did a good job on the show. You know, I just want people happy. I, you just never know because I never watch anything I do. So I'll, I, yeah. I, I, you know, cause usually it's live or you just, I just kind of do it and move on. But since you were over here, I was like, Oh, so what you think? How, how they like it? Oh so. yeah. No. Oh, you're so easy. You're just easy to talk to. As a this person. has been great. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're, easy easy to to. To. Yeah. you're easy too. You're easy too. You know what? You're easy. So, okay. <laughs> Morning Blend, ABC, right? In yes. town? ABC, in Las Channel Vegas. 13 here in Are Las Vegas. Are you on Instagram yep. too? Yep. Instagram at J2Snyder2 with the two. J2Snyder. Yep. So am I wrong calling you JJ then? Well, JJ was taken. So I went Oh, J2. Two, two yeah. J's. Yeah. Got it. All right, so follow her yep. and also subscribe to the podcast yo show. All my tour dates, michaelyo.com. And also click down at the bottom. We got some cool stuff that you can check out. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you. We'll see you next time.